0: Welcome back, listeners, to Sacred Space 102 here on West Limerick 102, a see Inspirations production for West Limerick 102. My name is Shane Ambrose. Delighted to have you with us this morning. And I'm still here in studio with John Keeley. Morning, John.
1: Morning again, Shane. How Only are we doing? To be back in studio again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, for part two of the program, folk. Well, sorry. I hope people enjoyed that little excerpt of mm. uh, the clothing ceremony, uh, or the reception of the veil is sometimes what it's called. Now, just to clarify, um, Lorraine, they and Lorraine and Kira, they received the habit of the Order of Saint Dominic. Mm. They haven't actually made any vows. So what they're doing now is they're entering what's called their novitiate it's what's called a formal canonical year of mm-hmm. formation is it 2 years um it i I'm not sure because I got different numbers on that okay uh, I thought one was a year then I think I heard it was 18 months mm-hmm. so I'm not 100% sure but at the end of that period of time what will happen is then if they stay and if they're accepted Mm-mm. and all the rest of it um they will make their first vows Mm. So, uh, so that's what it is. And for any of you that actually wanted to watch that, if you wanted to go back and see it, it is actually available as a video on churchservices.tv. And you're looking for the Dominican Sisters of St. Joseph. So now in part two of today's program, myself and John, we've had a lot of uh, visitors and so on and so forth over the last couple of weeks. And then just the way the calendar worked out, we suddenly had a bit of a gap. So we were kind of going, hmm, what are we going to do? John and We're panicking. What are we going to do in this week's programme? So actually, we decided we're, there's there's a couple of things we want to kind of cover in this week's programme. One is actually what we're going to do is we're going to look at some resources just that might be available for people. We're facing into the winter. Uh, things are still a bit uncertain around the whole COVID side of things. So I hope you're washing your hands, keeping your distance and wearing your masks. Um, And just we're going to share between the two of us what resources we use that maybe people might be interested in. We're going to do online and offline because we are aware that a lot of people may not have access to the Internet. Uh, So we're going to go through some of those, um, some recommendations in terms of books and magazines. So if you wanted to get a piece of pen and paper handy, Mm -hmm. just wanted to jot down a few things, they'll be coming up in the conversation in the next while. And also, as part of that, we're also going to have just a brief conversation about the season of creation. But we'll get to that once we have the resources done. So, John, you were going to hit us off.
1: okay? so I was specifically thinking about those of our listeners who might not have the availability of going online. One of the best resources and easiest resources to get really to stay in touch with their faith, as far as I'm concerned, is the Irish Catholic newspaper. It's available from most church porches, even these days. Um, many shops I know Super Value in Newcastle West Certainly have it Priced at two euros Very cheap resource as far as I'm concerned It Contains Catholic news And items from around the, the world uh, And abroad Including the Vatican Regular con- contributors include Nuala O'Lone Breda O'Brien John Allen David Quinn These write articles for us each week And also there's a variety of, of other contributors Who share from time to time Various topics There's a family and lifestyle section, which includes uh, family news events and faith for the family. Price to two euros, I think it's great value. Just one more, uh, just one more resource there. An awful lot of people I know uh, use it these days. Um, My wife, Anne, certainly gets it every month. The Sacred Heart Messenger. It's a wonderful resource. It's been going for euros. Uh, Again, it's available in most churches uh, and I'd say in some shops too. Published monthly, price of two euros. Regular topics include reflections on the Pope's uh, intentions, uh, reflections on masterpieces of Christian art. Christian Moriarty explores the history and architecture of different churches around the place. Young people of faith is explored with John Murray. Gardening, cookery, crosswords are also featured each month. And a variety of topics are also included from various other contributors. About 50 pages, 2 euros, very cheap, I think. I might just mention uh, Radio Maria. For those, again, listeners who are not online, this is available and serve you, so go to RT one TV, come back 1, you'll come on to Radio Radio Maria, it's 210 on the dial. Various parts of the day, 8.15, 9.15, 5 o'clock, 11 o'clock in the evening, 5.30 in the afternoon too, they have the liturgy of the hours. They can include morning prayer, prayer during the day. They have an exam in the night, prayer at 11 p.m. each night. The rosary is on a number of times a day, certainly at 5 o'clock. There's one where various listeners are contributed by phoning through. There's daily mass at 10 a.m. There's chattachesis, as Father Eamon McCarthy calls it, uh, each day after mass 11 p.m. for an hour. Wednesdays 2 p.m., there's vocation stories. uh, 4 p.m. Mondays the Christian music hour. Thursday, 2:30 uh, in the afternoon, Eucharistic Miracles. Wonderful resource again for those who cannot go online. You can text uh, your request for a prayer or even join in maybe a conversation with them. And that's 089-467-2000. That's 089-467-2000. 08, and that's radiomaria.ie. You can get it online, but also serve you channel 210. Shine.
0: Right <clears throat> now just continuing the offline selection that's there for people as well one of the ones that I would recommend actually is the Magnificat magazine so it's a monthly magazine so 12 of them in the year um, they're, they're around five euros a month. Uh, some are available from the Abbey Bookshop in, in Limerick if you wanted to get them. They're also available online through the Irish Catholic website. The Irish Catholic act, acts as a distributor for it. It's a lovely monthly prayer book that does each day of the month what it does. It does a morning, a very simplified morning and evening prayer. It also gives you the readings for the Mass. Uh, in the middle of the booklet, there's the, the parts of the Mass. So particularly if you're at home and you want to follow the Mass Um, and you're watching it on television or listening to the radio and you want to have it in front of you, it's an excellent resource to have. I would highly recommend it. It also has different things about the saints, different reflections each month. It does a different uh, kind of evening prayer, so that you can learn it off for that particular month if you want to have it with your family. And there's there's nice bits and pieces in it, so I would highly recommend the Magnificat. It's called, and like I said, it's six months is about thirty euros. You can get it. For, you can get it for a year for fifty three. It's available via the Irish Catholic website, but if you if you're not online. Um, I, As far as I'm aware, the Abbey Bookshop in Limerick also stocks it. <clears throat> now, that leads me into the next one. So in terms of kind of resources and, and things for people, um, one of the things that I personally would encourage people to look into is exploring and learning about the Liturgy of the Hours. Um, it used to be known as the Divine Office and Once Upon a Time it was very much associated with priests and clergy. But at the Second Vatican Council, there was kind of a rediscovery that the Liturgy of the Hours is the prayer of the entire Church, not just the clergy. Now, by tradition, it's associated with clergy and, and monasteries because they would pray what were called the hours, at the time, seven times a day. But there's an encouragement for people and particularly lay people to take it up. And there's different ways you can do it. There's a nice short um, version kind of morning and evening prayer, which is a nice one to have. Then if you want to catch, as you get more comfortable with it, you can expand it out into other times of the day. And you can also look at Compline, which is the night prayer uh, and things like that. Now, it can be a little intimidating um to start off because um there's a lot of different parts to it and there's a bit of terminology that you have to get your head around. So if someone if you were online or if you have someone that could put if um an app on your phone, there you there is a site called Universalis. It's called universalis dot com. And what they do is you can set it up so that it opens up for you. So you just use it to pray. Um, You don't have to worry about flicking back and forth between pages and things like that. So you can get the Universal Salas um, app or you can get a Catholic calendar app. Now, I have this myself. And what it gives me is it gives me scripture readings for the day, readings at mass, the order of mass. And it gives me the various liturgy of the hours. And it gives me my liturgical calendar so I know what saints are coming up. Mm. And it also gives an angelus and the rosary. And it's very handy to have it on your phone because I've often lately, because there's no leaflets been given out at mass, mm. And sometimes there might be parts of the Mass, say, for example, the Creed or the Gloria that you might trip yourself up on. So I obviously turn off my volume on my phone, but I can have it for the parts of the Mass in front of me as well. So that's Universalis. And that is, again, that's about €172 Euros a month.
1: Just going back again <laughs> to Radio Maria, maybe just to help people, just to understand that, as you said, to familiarise themselves. 9.15, literally the hours, is morning prayer. And um 12.00 um, noon, This prayer during the day. And night prayer is at eleven PM. It just allows people maybe to fill in write writers off if you would just say. Sorry about that.
0: Yeah, no hassle. And just I was actually I was actually going to suggest that people could also tune in to um Okay, one of the other sites that we're definitely encouraging people to examine, so we're going to move online now. Mm. So one of the key ones, I think, which people have discovered over the time of COVID is churchservices.tv. So this is the website that hosts the webcams from different churches and different parishes around, around the country, basically, and also around the UK. Um, so there's been a bit of um, armchair shopping in terms of parish liturgies. Uh, and I, I know quite a few people actually that have done that. For me personally, I came across Church Services TV actually when I was overseas because um, they are the ones that you, where you can access the Glenstall, uh Masses and Liturgy of the Hours. So if you want, if there was some Sunday evening or particularly a Saturday evening, if you had time around eight thirty on a Saturday evening, and you were online with Glen Stahl, Abbey, I would highly recommend listening into and watching the Office of the Resurrection. It's their last. It's their prayer of the evening on a Saturday evening. It's a vigil for the Sunday. It's an office which is very unique to Glenstall. It's sung, obviously, from the monks, and I would highly recommend it. So it's the Office of the Resurrection. It's on around 8.30 at Glenstall, and you can access it on the churchservices.tv or, where, or via Glenstall's own website. In addition to that, a couple of other resources for people. Now, these are a combination of prayer resources, but also just general knowledge resources for faith and things like that. We highly recommend on this program, Word on Fire, by Robert Bishop Robert Barron. So it's an institute in the U.S. It does solid, um, solid Catholic stuff, basically. He's an excellent televangelist. For many people, he's seen as kind of the second Fulton Sheen. Um, in in many quarters, he's very strong. He's now currently an auxiliary archbishop of the L.A. Archdiocese, but he started off as a lecturer in Mundelein Seminary in um, Chicago. So Word and Fire has been going for quite a number of years. They do videos. They do blogs. They do articles. They have their own website where they do um, their own books, for example. Uh, Online YouTube, Father Baron gives short, snappy kind of quick discussions about different things that come up. So, for example, recently he's done short pieces about what's happening in America and so on and so forth. Um, And it's, it's very good. Comes with a high recommendation.
1: Actually, every morning I get an email in with Father Baron, uh, Bishop Barron giving us a reflection on the gospel for the day. Yep. Again, a great resource.
0: Great resource to have. And uh, if you're on Facebook as well, they have a very active Facebook account. Um, Facebook is an unusual one. I'm slow to recommend it because many people don't have Facebook accounts, but often... Um, if you have if there's a website or a community they often will have a facebook account so for example limerick diocese the website is there it's been maintained and upgraded uh, in the Dawson office but they also have a very active facebook account the diocese um another website i would recommend is i benedictines it is a community of benedictine sisters in the uk and they generally post a daily reflection it's quite good and um, so it's i benedictines if you google that um, Vatican Radio is another good one on the Vatican News website there's lots of reflections and obviously they cover everything from the Pope uh, the Pope's Twitter feed is also a good one to check in on um, just to keep an eye on uh, other Twitter's other Twitter feeds now you don't have to be on Twitter to follow these it would be the likes of Knock, Lock uh there'll be good ones to check in from time to time sacredspace.ie the official sacred space not Sacred space 102 ooh, ooh, this ooh. is sacredspace.ie Close. yeah we have the 102 is very important we don't we don't want to be sued by the jesuits yeah. <laughs> so sacred space the original sacred space which was set up by the jesuits is an online resource page where they do reflections they do online retreats um, and it's it's been running probably for about 15 years at this stage mm-hmm. it's very good resource if you're online it's it's one of the it's a Jesuit one a sister one to that is dot um, dot ignatius.com um it's another uh, Jesuit resource one it's it's done by uh, Loyola press uh, or Ignatius press rather out of the US it's quite good one for in terms of resources um then on top of that uh, you also have from the UK in the Jesuits in the UK. You have a website called Pray As You Go. And again, if you have somebody that can download things for you onto your phone, that's a one for, it's a very good one for an app, particularly if you want to go out walking and listening to reflections as you go. They do a nice morning prayer. It's short reflections, simple music. It eases you into the day. Now, in terms of books uh, and just that kind of thing. So obviously, I personally am a firm believer in good old-fashioned books. And um, so just a couple of recommendations just to keep an eye out Look, an eye, an eye out for. So Abbey Bookshop in Limerick has some good stock. Uh, Orbis Books publish a series of spiritual writings, which is summaries of the spiritual writings of famous people. So you have like Oscar Romero, Martin Luther King, Doris Day, Dorothy Day rather. Uh, you know, they are good ways to get an introduction to the writings of those people. Uh, and then another one that I'm currently recommending to people is Henry Nguyen. Now, the man died in the nineteen early 1990s. He was a Dutch writer based and famous in the early 80s. Lovely stuff, if you can get your hands on it. It's older stuff, but you better get Henry. You probably have to request Henry stuff in the local library if it was open. And I know some of the local libraries are reopened again. So, John, I'm afraid we have to call it a day on that one.
1: You know, somebody, there's one more book left right at the end, and
0: you have it yourself. Oh, yes. So it's God's Word 2020. It is a publication of the Paulines, uh, St. Paul's Press, St. Paul's Publishing. And it is a. It is basically what it is. It's the rereadings of the day uh, for each day of the year. And um, and it also includes short little reflections uh, month. Each A different person has taken each month. Actually, a good friend of the programme, Sister Louisa Rourke, 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 took the one for July this year. And it's it's a very good resource. Uh, I use it, John uses it. Yeah. And uh, it's great just, just to have the readings of the day just in front of you if you wanted them. And that's called God's Word 2020. Now, obviously, as we're in September, you might want to go out and buy the one for 2020. But it would be no harm, maybe if you wanted it, to drop a hint and someone might put that in your stocking at the end of the year, you know, that particular time we have. So just to think about it. However, if you
1: take a visit to the Church mm-hmm. and just walk inside um, to the porch area there, there is a book stand there and under the book stand there and a lectern there, there is the book Available for people to read, so they can just walk in. It's open at the at page of the day. They can read the the, the first reading, the second reading, and a little reflection. It'll take you a few minutes. Not till, it's something to take away with some little message to take away with
0: each week. Yeah, s- just one of the things I think about COVID is that it has, it has. I suppose it's encouraged us to rediscover what it is to be a domestic church, and the the reality of it is while. You know, there are great devotions out there, like, for example, the Rosary or the Divine Mercy Chaplet and things like that. We also have to recognise that that doesn't suit some people. You know, Saint Saint I think it was St. Teresa of Avila, um, or it might have been John Henry Newman, used to say that prayer is talking heart to heart with God, talking with your friend. And, you know, for each of us, conversations with our friends Are very unique to each one of us, so there's no one way of prayer and dialogue with God and the Holy Spirit. So it's it's one thing I think that COVID has taught us that we have to find what works for us, and even for me myself, um, it it varies. Sometimes I, you know, personally, I I I I like the 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 liturgy of the hours. I I I I learned it when I was in Uganda. uh, Sometimes, but sometimes that doesn't work for me because it can be a bit wordy, can be a bit complicated. Uh, other times it's Lectio, whatever works, whereas some people for them, it's the rosary. For some people, it's the divine chaplet. It's what works for you that creates the divine space in your life. Uh, and But definitely we would say to people, you know, simple things, a calendar, uh, a candle, a small holy chapel, a yeah. small holy statue of your favorite saint, yeah. your maybe the, your particular devotion to Mary, the sacred heart, whatever it is. And just that five minutes in the day will keep you sane.
1: Okay, with that, uh, thanks a lot for sharing. We'll go for a second piece of music. Actually, the piece of music I've cho- chosen this morning for, to finish up this part is it's entitled In My Heart, I Want to Be a Christian. So this is a song by Valemar Jansen. Join us again in part three, where we read and reflect on the Sunday Gospel.